Welcome to the Marvell Essential Technology Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Benuelos. On today's episode, listen in to a conversation between me and Amir Barnev, Vice President of Marketing in Marvell's Automotive Business Unit. Today, we talk about some of the latest trends for the next generation in automotive, including zonal architecture, the software defined vehicle, and how OEMs fit into the big picture. Also, take a listen into some of the live demos shown at CES 2023 earlier this year. Learn more about how automotive customer needs are evolving and how Marvell's Brightlane family of products will enable the next generation in automotive. Amir, hey, it's great to have you on today's episode. Really looking forward to our conversation. It's uh, It's been a while since uh, you've been on the podcast, and I'm really looking forward to talking with you more about this next generation in automotive. What I'd like to start today with is talking about some of the demos that were shown at CES 2023 earlier this year. So we had the five demos that we demonstrated in this show. First one, uh, we showed our compute capabilities for automotive. We showed our uh, latest, the 96th generation of Oction running autoware in a, a very a nice fashion. We showed that there was a, a illustration of how we're using the different cores inside the processor for the software. Very nice demo overall. Second demo, we showed our Ethernet camera. So this is our second generation of demos. This year, we showed stereo camera running over a single bridge with single cable connected to zonal switch and from there to another zone that uh, like central switch. Uh, On the same zone, we also had LiDAR that connected to the same switch and then a single 10 gig Ethernet that aggregate all the traffic from the cameras and the uh, LiDAR. Third demo was for a new application that we developed for automotive for central storage based on a chip that we have here in Marvel called Fabrico. And we demonstrated cameras that connected to a switch and a storage uh, that connect to the same switch. And the application that we uh, showed there was the event-driven recorder. We also called Black Box, where we we, we recorded a video from the camera uncompressed uh, into the storage device in a loop of a few seconds. And then when when we had an event, like an accident, we copied all the data into the flash and we could save it on the flash like a black box and uh, demonstrate also uh, transmitted this video to a, a PC. And that's a very interesting application that combined the Ethernet-based camera with central storage that can aggregate the traffic from all the cameras and all the sensor eventually in the car and can be a low-cost storage uh, that can be used by all domains. The fourth demo that we showed is based on our, the new technology that we develop in Marvell of chiplets that can run at 100 gig for a chip-to-chip connectivity. And uh, we can use it for many applications, including automotive, when we need to connect like processor, very high-end processor that need to have very high-speed link between them. So this is an IP that was developed by Marvell, and we demonstrated this for the first time. And in the fifth demo, we showed one of our uh, ecosystem partner, Sonatos, that demonstrated their software running on our switch, which is Fur Plus, 
and demonstrated uh, different uh, activities and capabilities that Sonast has developed for the future of a software-defined vehicle. Let's transition our conversation over to some of the trends in automotive. Can you share? So I think what we noticed, at least in the last year, is three uh, major trends that related to what we are doing. The first one is really the transition to zonal architecture from domain architecture. So that's the uh, third transitions of the software of the automotive industry. We started with the EE architecture, then it moved to domain architecture, and now it's moving to zonal architecture. The main reason for that is to reduce the cable harness in the car, the cost and the weight of the cable harness. But zonal architecture also bring a lot of other benefits since it's all based on Ethernet backbone. It has all the other capabilities of Ethernet that now can be shared between all the different domains and the different zones in the car. We had a, an interesting survey that we received last year that was done uh, with about 20 to 25 OEM around the world. And it turned out that by 2026, about 80% of the OEM is moving to zonal architecture. By 2029, it will be 96% of the OEM moving in some way or shape uh, into a zonal architecture. And that's a very important trend that uh, affect everything we are doing. We are building the switches and the files that are going to support this uh, transition. Uh, the other trend that uh, is now you know, discussed by everyone is the software-defined vehicle that you, you mentioned. Uh, this is the uh, capability or, or the, the, the network and, and system in the car that enable uh, downloading, downloading new application into the car long time after you already purchased the car and you drive it. So when your application show up, you can download to the car. They are using the existing hardware and software uh, that exists in the car to bring new capabilities to the owner of the car. And that's, of course, a new stream of revenues for the OEM. So very interesting trend uh, that we are supporting, and it's all based on Ethernet backbone. The last trend is really has to do more with how the industry is shifting on who is doing the design. It seems that OEM now are taking more and more responsibilities in the design of the hardware and the software of the vehicle. And by that, they're driving a more innovative solutions for the future vehicles. And uh, this is a very exciting trend that we see right now with major OEMs. And speaking of OEMs and customers, how are their needs evolving over time? Okay, so I think that the number one need uh, that we identify over, you know, uh, the last, the last I would say, year or two, and even in CES, is the need for high-end switches uh, that include multi-gig ports, uh, the latest uh, TSN features, and advanced security capabilities, like, you know, for example, port authentication and encryption that can be done with MACSEC, uh, whitelisting and blacklisting, filtering, HSM, and many other features that are required in these high-end uh, switches. The other need that is uh, pretty obvious, and uh, we see it across the board, is the need for higher speed links. As you know, the, out, the current network in the car are mainly based on 100 meg and 1 gigabit uh, speeds. Many of the uh, OEM and Tier 1 are moving now to multi-gig speeds, 2.5, 5, and 10. 
And there is now also, we see the need also for speeds that are higher than 10 gigabit, like 25 gig in the future backbones. So the other need that we see right now from customer is related to the in-vehicle network that is based on what we call Ethernet end-to-end. All the components inside the vehicle are based on Ethernet, including cameras and sensors. For cameras, it brings new values and uh, new added value for OEM. When the camera is is Ethernet-based, it can be connected directly to the zonal switches. It can enjoy all the benefit of uh, Ethernet, which is a standard like security, virtualization, switching, power over cable, time sampling. These are already exist, and then uh, OEM can use it now all the way to the camera when the output of the camera is Ethernet. It saved the need for uh, the DMAX chip or the deserializer chip that is on the other side, the today in today technologies. It helped to save uh, pins on the SOC. Okay, today, uh, in order to connect the cameras to the SOCs, you need many tenths of pins, something in the range of 50 to 90 pins. This can be replaced by two or three ports of Ethernet at high speed that have enough bandwidth to drive all the uncompressed video from the cameras. It also helped to reduce potentially the cable cost because Ethernet files has much better performance and SNR can deal with much higher insertion loss. So there is many advantages and OEM are moving in this direction to replace the future cameras with Ethernet-based cameras. Amir, I thought we could have time for one more question. I did want to talk about Brightlane. How is Marvell enabling customers with the Brightlane family of products? So there is a three type of product that we are now sampling to customer under the, the Brightlane family. The first one is FIs that are at speed of 100 meg to a 10 gig. So we have today uh, the 100 meg, the 1 gig, the 2.5 gig, the 5 gig, and the 10 gigabit per second FIs that are all based on IEEE T1 standard. In addition, we have a a family of automotive Ethernet switches from low to mid to high port count at speeds of 10 megabit all the way to 10 gigabit per port, including PCIe ports on these switches. And then uh, the last family of product that we uh, introduced last year are the uh, camera sensor bridges that convert the sensor data or video to Ethernet at the edge and enable connectivity to zonal and central switches. So all these family, all these products have uh, already been sampled and are used by our customers. Uh, and this is the Brightland family of our automotive products. Hey, Amir, it's been great having you on today's episode. Wanted to say thank you for your participation and we'll look forward to seeing you on the next podcast. Absolutely. And I have to say, you know, this is the place to be right now. Automotive is probably the most exciting area for semiconductor, the growth, the innovation that we see there. It's all coming together and we are all very happy, Marvel, to be part of this trend. Thank you for listening to the Marvel Essential Technology Podcast. As always, please feel free to visit our website to learn more and we'll see you on the next episode.